Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. to the show. I am so excited because you know that I love mindset. I loved shifting one degree to totally change life and rock the world. And so Mike is back from the Morning Spotlight podcast, the coolest guy, literally. Like you could just put the coolest guy. I know you need to have title insurance right. in there because yeah. some people know, but you could just put the coolest guy. Um, but anyway, Mike, welcome back to Ask Me How I Know, and now probably being rebranded as we speak into the Conscious Investor. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I'm pumped to be back. Round three, third episode. Um, this is the one that I've been the most excited about, I think. Um, but uh, but honestly, like the first two episodes that we did, if you haven't listened to those, you go check those out first and then get to this one and you'll be all jacked up like me and Julia are right now about right. recording this third episode. Right, exactly. Exactly. Hey, thanks fellow podcaster for reminding everyone to go back to the other ones. <laughs> this right, is no the problem. best part about, you know, <laughs> working with other podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I've, I've done it before. I know how it works, you know, so definitely go check out those episodes Not and all the other episodes. Cause you obviously have a lot of other great guests beyond just the coolest guy. Right, right. But the coolest guy is the coolest guy. So exactly. you, you right. always hold your title. So <laughs> I appreciate like all, all the, the past two episodes have been absolutely powerful and really, honestly, truly, um, even more endearing. Like you're already endearing as the coolest guy in title insurance, but now I'm like, dang. And it just makes me want to root for you and, you know, write every title insurance policy with you. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I won't say no. I won't yeah, say no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just emailed you the doc. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right. So, um, but anyhow, I want to take a moment now to talk about that one degree mental shift, that mindset shift that, you know, completely changed the game for you. Yeah. Um, so one degree, I feel like there's been several degrees and it's been, you can have uh, 45 if you need, or one, okay. you can have whatever degrees you need. Yeah. So we've, we've, we, I mean, we've talked about in the first two episodes, there's been a lot of shifts in my life from careers to mindsets, to confidence levels, to approaches to life just in general. Um, but honestly, last year was the most important year for me by far, you know, obviously a lot of people dealt with a lot of terrible things last year and that's just, that is what it is. Um, but the silver lining of last year was the reason why I'm sitting here and I am who I am today was because of last year. And I think that, you know, going through life and going through work and going through relationships and family stuff and friends stuff, you know, I, it, because I, I live in New Jersey, you know, it's a very fast paced lifestyle here, as you can maybe tell by my fast talking and hands all over the place. But, um, you know, I think that that's one of the things I never really got a chance to kind of just slow things down and figure out what I wanted out of life. And the confidence thing was always something that kind of had eluded me. Um, and then the more that I just kind of sat with myself and tried to figure out what I wanted, the more I realized like, this is what I want, you know, and I, I had mentioned on, uh, I think the last episode that we did together that I had mentioned on your episode that you did with me on the morning spotlight about the mask thing. And that was the biggest thing. I think the biggest shift for me was that I had always had these different kind of masks that I put on, whether it was with family, with friends, with work, uh, with relationships, with whatever. Um, and, you know, and I was never just able to just be me. And if anybody has ever experienced that, and I feel like a lot of people have, cause I, you know, yeah. people that have issues like that, they feel like they're the only one that's dealing with that. And you're not, 
everybody else, not everybody, a lot of other people have those similar types of, of struggles. Um, but I think that once I was able to take all those off and just be like, Hey, I'm, I'm Mike Ham," and I won't say it, but I, my, one of my mantras of last year, uh, was I'm Mike effing ham, you mm-hmm. know, like at one point last year, I was doing so many different things. I was running virtual events. I was, you know, had picked up my sales, uh, towards the end of the year. I was crushing it with this podcast that I had just started in July of last year. And it was one of those things where I was just like, who does all the stuff that I do? You know what I mean? Like, right. I, like I mean, like I, I'm, I'm the guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And once I kind of realized that and I was able to try to um, keep showing up. And that's like one of the things that I think is the most important. The more you show up, how often you show up and how you show up have to be two of the most important things in the world, you know, to anybody. Um, because the more you're able to do that, just the more comfortable become you become with yourself. Um, and that's kind of what I, what I just decided to do. At one point last year, I was just like, I'm Mike Effingham. This is what I'm doing. This is what I bring to the table. If you like it, that's great. We're going to crush it together. If you don't, that's okay. I don't need to, you know, appease everyone. I know that maybe my style, my approach may not be for everybody, but that's okay too. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so that, that was my, my biggest mindset shift is just, you know, figuring out who I was and then leaning into that as hard as I possibly could. Um, and now you're seeing a product that's maybe, eight, nine months in the making. Um, so still evolving and ever changing and all that kind of stuff. But like I mentioned before, I mean, maybe on the last episode, it's, it's a never ending quest and it changes day to day, but this is what we got. It, it, and that is what, so one of my friends, Shalme, you can go connect with her over on LinkedIn. She's fantastic, but she's, she's in a book club that I run. And one of the, one of her expressions, she'll say, you know, you're not going to be everyone's flavor that they can savor. Like, it's just, you're not going to appeal to every single person. So just don't even try. And I think you're completely right. Everybody's just trying. And in this book called Super Coach by Michael Neal, my book club had gone through that book. And, and he talks about masks. And he's talking about how, you know, we're conditioned to try to please and appease everyone. So even like from infancy, we're all, you know, kind of taught we cry. And it's like, don't cry. We'll try to fix that. And, and then we're always trying to please people by falling in line. And so taking that time to pull those masks off to figure out, wait, who's under here. Yeah. If I'm not trying to please, you know, the world around me, like who am I really? So what, would, how did you, how'd you actually do that? Oh, that's, I, I have no idea. (laughs) Honestly, I I just woke up one morning and I'm like, I'm like, I'm an amp. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I I think like it was one of those things. Yeah, go ahead. Kool-Aid, affirmations. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm not, I I don't know. I'm not a journaler. Like, you know, like when we talk to, when you talk to people that are successful and they do all those kind of things and they have their miracle mornings or their journaling or whatever, (laughs) like people that say that they like stretch, they, you know, meditate, they journal, they do all these other things in the morning before they ever actually start their day, in my opinion, are full of it. You know what I mean? So like, I think that like, how, how do you have that many hours in a day? I mean, I certainly don't, but my thing was, I, I just, I saw something that I started to enjoy and this was that. So I had started a version of the show back in May of last year. And that was a lot different than what I do now, but it kind of got me started. And I was like, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So it was like, there were short five minute episodes and I, I had, I was interested in that. 
But in those episodes, I would write down my three questions. So I would read them to the guest. A lot of times the guest would have their answers written down because they had the uh, questions beforehand. So it'd be two people reading to each other on a Zoom call. So it was electric. Um, so <laughs> yeah. so inspiring. It's I got to so go inspiring. back to those. I have yeah. not gone back to those episodes. So right. I need to do that. <laughs> well, they're all on the YouTube, the Morning Spotlight YouTube channel. If you go all the way to the bottom, you could see all, there were 60 of them. So you could see all 60 of those. Um, and then you could see how we've evolved uh, since then. But I, I had done that and I had seen a lot of cool people and what they're doing. And I was like, well, how come nobody's asking about me? You know, how come nobody's had me on their show? And I was just like, well, you idiot, because you're not putting yourself out there. And so that's why I decided to shift the show into what it is now a little bit longer, longer for I mean, our episode together was an hour and 15 minutes. So obviously a little <laughs> bit longer than five minutes, but um, one of my longest episodes to date. So, um, but yeah, so. Uh -huh. You know, I'm a rock star too. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> Overachiever uh, talker. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I started the, the new iteration of the show because I wanted to talk more and I wanted to tell, be able to show that I have something to bring to the table. And even as I kind of progressed through that, my first few episodes of that, there were a lot of panel episodes. So I'll put together maybe like a Google Doc because maybe it was a topic that I was unfamiliar with. Um, mm -hmm. a Google doc that I would try to have the guests fill out. And that was like herding cats to try to get people to do that. Um, so then a lot of times I was just like, uh, you know, I don't even know what to do or what to say or what to ask. Cause I don't know anything about, I don't know, fill in the blank, New Jersey, industrial real estate. I know surface level <laughs> stuff, but not as much as maybe the experts that I have on that particular panel. Um, and then as I progressed through that, I whittled it down to more one-on-one -on -one interviews like this. And I decided that I was just going to not script it anymore. I was just going to, mm -hmm. I was going to have a bio that I would read to kind of introduce my guest. And then we were just going to go. And cause I said, you know, to myself, I, for work, I mean, I take people out for lunch. I go to events. I go out for drinks. I have to just talk to people all the time. Yep. That is my job. I do nothing else aside from talk to people, meet people, try to schmooze, make connections, do all that kind of stuff. Improv. And improv. Yeah. And so doing stuff like this, you know, like just having a conversation, the more I started to do that, the more I was like, I can do this. You know what I mean? And this is I think what I do all the time. This is what I, I do, do all the time. But I never like made that connection. Like I never realized while doing it, like while having that lunch with that potential client or current client or whatever it is, that that's what I was doing. But I was doing it and people were resonating with that. But then I would always feel like I was never, you know, kind of I was like filtering a lot of like what I would normally do or say or how I would act or what I would wear or whatever. Um, you know, so like that was one of the things that I I had to kind of um the, the way that I did the show made me realize like, oh, I could just do this all the time and people are going to like it. So now I go to in-person networking groups or events or whatever, and I show up and somebody you know has, says, hi, I'm whoever. And I'm like, oh, I'm Mike Kim. They're like, morning spotlight? I'm like, hell yeah, morning spotlight. That's, <laughs> how, that's how it works. you know So it was one of those things where the more I showed up as myself and the more I just kept like just forcing myself to be there. Um, and put that stuff out onto LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever um, and just get it out there more and more and more and have more and more interviews. That's why I started doing two interviews a week, two episodes a week, because I just wanted more opportunities to do that for myself. And it's like with anything, the more you do it, the better you yep. get at it. Um, yep. So whether, I mean, you could think it's just like a podcast and I'm a good podcast host or obviously such a great podcast guest, but um you know, I think that it just resonates throughout everything. And the more I'm able to like, if we ever meet in person, this is, this is what you're going to get. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like I'm putting on this act 
you know, to, to do it here, it's the same thing everywhere. And that's why people recognize it. And that's why I've kind of, that's been the, the shift. That's been the mindset shift over the last year. That's, you just said something. I don't know that anyone's ever actually brought to the surface at that level. People recognize you and this is you, meaning whoever you are, people recognize you because if you're authentic, if you're yourself in every situation, people aren't trying to go like, oh, wait, it's kind of like finding where's Waldo. You can yeah. find Waldo because you know he is wearing the red and white striped shirt and the black pants or whatever, right? right. And so you, you just know what you're looking for. And so when we're authentic and true to who we are, then people can go, oh, yeah, hey, there, that's there's Mike yeah. right over there. There's Julie. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It is so much easier. Do you feel, have you noticed, like, have you had more energy or is it, do you just find it easier to not have any of those extra masks as we've called them in the past? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's exhausting to be a lot of different people. Let's just be real with that. It takes no effort. I mean, like, I seem like I have a lot of energy because it takes no effort to do this. This is just me. This is me just putting it out there. You know, when you're trying to like, if I go into a, a big meeting with maybe a big real estate attorney or a developer here in New Jersey, and I, you know, maybe like a couple of years ago and I would have my suit on, I'd be like, hi, I'm Mike. I work for Fidelity, you know, and we sell title insurance and we could do a great job. We have all these offices and all the staff <laughs> and all this experience. And then like, but maybe that connects if I'm lucky, but it's probably not going to. You know, now all of a sudden I walk into that same meeting. I mean, maybe I'm going to dress nice. I'm not going to wear my, you know, mechanic shirt like I'm wearing right now. But, you know, I mean, I walk into that same meeting and I am this. Now all of a sudden that meeting resonates with them even more. You know what I mean? And it like it, it was exhausting to be all those different people. And that's why I always felt like I was, you know, struggling because I just had no energy to do anything else because I was constantly trying to put on this charade of other things that I was trying to be. And, you know, once I started to just lose those and just be like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. And then now here I am. And it's just, it, I have way more energy. I'm more, I don't know. Everything is just better. Like, let's just put it that way. Everything in life, you know, relationships, family, friends, work, podcast, everything better, you know? And I, that's, that's, that's how I've approached it. And it seems to be working. It works so well. It works abundantly well. And here's the thing, if you're listening, like you're, you're not going to please everybody. And I was a people pleaser for years as authentic to myself, but I was always trying to be super considerate and super aware and blah, blah, blah. And not only is it exhausting, but just once the moment you accept that, Hey, not everybody is going to like you and that's okay. Do you like everybody you meet? Do you want to like hang? No. And then (laughs) that's just reality. And we don't. And there are some people that we come across where, yeah, they were nice to me. That was great. Saw them in a networking session. That was great. And that's the end of it. That's okay. Like just living in acceptance and accepting like, this is who I am. That's who they are. And this is where that relationship can go and how we can support each other or not. And that's okay. Yeah. It's the, the community thing is, is super important with whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Like the people that we've said this, I don't even know if it was on this episode or the previous episodes or on your podcast or on my podcast, we're we're everywhere. everywhere. Um, (laughs) It's like the the vibe that you put out, you start to attract those types of people. And the more that you're able to fill that group up with people that are like you, because like you'll, you'll know right away. I mean, it's like the gut feeling thing. I've always, that's one thing that I've always been pretty good at. If I have a gut feeling about somebody, 
good or bad, I just go with that. Cause if it's bad, it ain't going to get better. You know what I mean? If it's <laughs> so good, true. if it's good, it's gonna, probably going to stay good, you know, and then we'll see how it goes. But, right. um, but that's really what it kind of comes down to. Like the more you're able to kind of, uh, surround yourself with those types of people, not only does it give you a good community and a good, um, support system and all that kind of stuff, but it, it accelerates you even more because then the people that you're talking to, they like get you jacked up. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. why I like when we talk, I mean, granted, it's only been three, three episodes of your podcast now and one episode of mine, but like when we have conversations, I'm pretty pumped up, you know what I mean? And I, it's the same thing when, you know, I have like a, my group of clients, my group of friends, my girlfriend, my family, my guests that I get to have on the show, like all those kinds of people, I have them as part of that community because of what they do for me, you know? And like, I'm trying to add value wherever I can and help people and do what I have to do. But at the end of the day, selfishly, and you know, maybe not even like consciously selfishly, but selfishly, they, it's like the fill the cup up. I mean, I'm not a big fan of that saying, but I know people say that, but it's, it's true, you know? And like the more you're able to, people want to do business and people want to be around people. And this is another cliche, the people that they know, like, and trust, that's, that's that's really what true. it comes yeah it, it's what it comes down to and the more you're able to be you the more likely you're able to attract those people that will know like and trust you and then that's how you live at least in my opinion a, a happy and fulfilled life and i'm going to add to that because i think that you're going to you already think this or you're going to adopt it is i want to do business with people i like right that I don't want to work with some cranky person that I am uncomfortable with or that doesn't trust me and is always, you know, nitpicking and such. Like, I want to work with people that I like. It needs to be a mutual thing. And so when you're yourself, you get to attract people that you mutually actually like and appreciate each other. And it creates so much fun. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then and life and, should be fun. Right. I don't think it should be like this drudgery and work doesn't have to be drudgery work can be so much fun. Like you and I, we get to have fun. (laughs) Exactly. I have fun with whatever I'm doing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like the more that I'm around those people, whether they're clients, like you said, I mean, I have clients that I hang out with beyond just work because we're friends. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we vibe together. Yes. They may send me deals, you know, and all that kind of stuff, but we, we are comfortable enough with each other that it goes beyond just that work relationship. And then, you know, there's other clients that, you know, sometimes I just have to deal with it if they're sending money. Um, but if I do get that email, like, Hey, I have a deal. And this happens very rarely um, because of it's the other way around because they want to work with me because they like me. Um, but sometimes I'm just like, Oh boy, this one is going to be a disaster, <laughs> you know, and just not maybe we're going to get the work done. We're going to do all that kind of stuff. But I just know that the process is going to be a little bit more, challenging you know what i mean and but uh but you know sometimes you just gotta (laughs) grin and bear it i guess but um yeah but exactly i mean it's it's the more that you're able to attract those clients and those people that you want to work with um and then you almost at a certain point you're able to kind of be more selective on like where you Mm -hmm. expend that energy so like if i have somebody like a client that says hey go check these guys out. I know that they think that it's going to be a good fit. It's not going to be like, Hey, I heard that this law firm over here needs a new title guy. Go, go try. And it's going to be like, you know, not a good fit. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I've noticed that people that try to make those good introductions for you, ultimately they are good fits for a lot of reasons, not just the fact that they could send work, but because we're going to get along, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do different things. And, you know, um, so yeah. I love it. 
I absolutely love it. I've thoroughly enjoyed recording and creating this amazing content with you. You're awesome. And um, Mike, so how can, as we wrap up, how can everyone reach out and connect with you? TheMorningSpotlight.com is the hub of all things Mike Ham, title insurance, podcast, everything you can get is TheMorningSpotlight.com. And don't forget the cool merch. So exactly. super soft t-shirts, you need right. to make sure you go grab them. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Let's get nationwide with the merch. We're in a lot of states already, uh, but let's 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 expand it even more for sure. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, on Ask Me How I Know, being rebranded as I'm recording this into The Conscious Investor. See, I'm getting all tripped up. I'm like having an identity crisis in this transition. (laughs) Anyhow, um, for all my awesome listeners, please make sure that you go rate and review this episode and let us know what you gained from it and what mindset shifts that you are going to be making in life. I'd love to hear about it. Until next time, go live big, love bigger. Mm -hmm.